episode of the Dre and Davis Show. I am your co-host, Rashawn Davis, and I'd like to introduce you to our other co-host. What's up, Dre? What's going on, Davis? How you doing, man? Long time no see, brother. Hey, we took two weeks off. I almost forgot who you were, man. Man, me too, man. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, I'm glad we're back. You know, we're still remote. Got a little colder since last time we saw each other, but we're going to make it happen, man. What's been going on with you? Yeah, welcome to Colorado, man. We we took a week off, and somewhere in there we had we had Thanksgiving and all kinds of cool things going on. My, my break was good, man. How about yours? Oh, it was great, man. I spent a lot of money on stuff I didn't need, and I uh, guarantee you I probably broke a Thanksgiving world record for the amount of calories um, per minute, probably. Okay, you don't have to eat just because it's break. You know, you can you can work out, which I'm sure you did. I, hey man, I'm sure you did. What is what is the best meal of the day? Break fast. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I got nothing on that one, man. Come it's on. It's a meal. It's a meal. Okay. All right. Most important meal of the day. I get it. I'm with you, man. Uh, so yeah. So you got out and did a little bit of, of Black Friday shopping. Hey man, I, I, I spent money. I'm just going to say that on stuff that we probably needed that I rationalized myself actually needing. Um, but, but the checkbook isn't looking great, but now, um, did, did you go out? Were you actually in stores or did you just sit on your couch and order some stuff? I, I, I sat on the couch and, and ate while doing it too. Uh, so, so okay. I, I, I satisfied a lot of needs. I, I filled my belly and made impulse buying purchases, man. So it was, it was great. I actually did go out in public once though. And, uh, Made me a little purchase, man. I went and bought me a monitor um, for my computer, air quotations. Uh, oh, okay. Um, that I could also, you know, play video games on. Um, but it was, I needed it. Did I, you I, need it? Did you need it? I needed it. Yeah. You needed it like you needed, uh, you know, Clorox wipes and toilet paper needed? <laughs> I mean, sort of needed it. I, it might be more important, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's just me. That's just me. What, enough about me, man. What did you do during break? You know what? I, I can I can never really. I mean, once you tell us what you've done, then anything I did was was just weak sauce, man. I you know what? I I, I hung out with the guys. We you know, we, we cooked up some food. So we played around in the kitchen a whole lot um, and, and just caught up, man. It, it was it was family time, you know, that's good. And your boys, your boys came, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. always good to have them here, man. We had our own little uh, mini uh, Corona party, right? Uh, three households in one (laughs) out of work man so what what did y'all cook up oh man we were we were you know we we had the whole week so every day was a little bit of something different man you know you got to try some stuff right and and since they're at that age where they still eat anything you can't go wrong right so yeah let's got got to spend some time with your kids though man it's great to hear sincerely yeah thanks man appreciate that appreciate that yeah and COVID's Uh, still happening apparently COVID is happening got worse yes yeah uh it seems like that's a topic we bring up every week but man you know you look county to county around the state and and there's some folks on lockdown man yes it's not it's not pretty you know all our students out there folks listening man make sure you guys are staying safe out there Obviously, you know that the uh, cases are increasing, hospitalizations are increasing. Just be careful out there. You know, if yeah. you gotta wear two masks, go yeah, two masks. Definitely. But, you know, <laughs> and, and look, stay home, right? I mean, I'm I'm talking to you, Hancock, but no, I'm just I'm just saying, 
stay home. <laughs> that was a crazy story, right? Yeah, man. You know, it's, it's, it's the mayor. You know, I, I just <laughs> I, I hope it doesn't hurt him politically, but it, it possibly could. Um, yeah. you can't you can't tell people, you know, wear your seatbelt and you get caught not wearing the seatbelt, man. It's just right, right. And if that seatbelt, you know, causes you to go to the hospital and be put on a ventilator, can't do that. That, that's right. And so, you know, we, we encourage kids to, to really stay safe out there. We know some of you got to go to work and, and, you know, you got things you have to do, but man, take care of yourselves out there because we want to see you back on campus as soon as we possibly can. Yes, indeed. So what we got, what we got lined up today, man, for, your, for our announcements, what's going on? Well, you know, today is going to be a, it's going to be a great show for sure. But before we get to that, I want to, I want to let everybody know we got three weeks before the end of first semester. I know some of you are, are, are all of a sudden thinking about the assignments you haven't done. Uh, <laughs> so you might want to jump into some of that work with three weeks to go. Important yeah. for, for kids to, to really reach out and talk to their teachers. Teachers will be reaching out to students and, and hopefully we get uh, kids uh, where they need to be as we end this first semester. Absolutely. Students, please make sure you're communicating with your teachers. Uh, it literally is the last minute. So it's time to go ahead and get that work done. And we got some outstanding assignments there, but I also want to just commend our community for the resiliency again, jumping into remote learning, synchronous learning, sitting in front of a computer screen all day long. I know it's not easy. You know, we definitely commend you on that, but please make sure you are reaching out for those supports and talking to your teachers about what needs to be done to pass these classes. Yeah, yeah. And, and one thing we know about our community, uh, in our building and outside of our building. Uh, great people to talk to and willing to work with with our students to make sure they get uh, what they need. Um, yes, indeed. So yeah, and you know, and, and while we're talking about school, we got to give a shout out to, to those folks who uh, are still in the building and, and still making things happen while students are, are at home. Now we know our teachers are doing great things as they continue to meet with, with kids day after day, but there are those behind the scenes folks, man, we got to give a shout out to. Yeah, our classified staff, they had to come in actually two days uh, during the uh, Thanksgiving week, came in, got some work done. And um, you know, they're the folks that keep this thing running, man. So, so shout out to all of our classified staff they, they just do a phenomenal job and we can't do anything without them. So thank you so much. Yeah. And, and so when Dre's talking about classified, that's a term we use, right? Under, uh, tell them who, who we're talking about when we say. Yep. So let's see, I got I to gotta take off my administrative lens, right? Right. So classified right. folks, these are our, our folks who, who, who support us through either that be our clerical staff, that be our, some of our para educators who support students in uh, special education classes, our, our co-op teachers, our you know folks who who do our lunch or um, our lunch duties, and our um, our custodial staff, all the folks who you don't typically see in a classroom or in a administrative role, um, but but get it done every day. And again, we can't do anything without those folks. So thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate that. And and you know our our final announcement of the morning is, man, we have to give a shout out to to uh, our football team, you know, they are the last uh, group, last a uh, athletic bunch uh, to play. You know, we finished tennis, we finished cross country, we finished uh, softball, and then of course, football wrapped up the fall season yeah. uh, right before we went to break. And they had a, a serious win over Fossil Ridge. Absolutely, anytime you can end the, the season on a dub, 
That's always a good thing. So shout out to the football team, the seniors. Again, I know you guys, you know, suited up for the last time for Smoky Hill. We appreciate all the hard work you put in. I know uh, this season, you know, didn't go as planned for anybody, uh, but you guys pushed through, you persevered, you fought, you competed, and, and you went out with a bang. So thank you so much for all the work you put in. Shout out to our coaching staff as well. Yeah, uh, Coach yeah. Donnell and the staff, you know, you guys were thrown into a situation this year that no other coaching staff in this building has ever been put in and you still managed to uh, end the season with a win. So thank you so much for all your hard work and dedication. Yeah, that, that uh, just a great, a great way to end it. Can't say that enough. I mean, they, they were throwing touchdowns everywhere. I think I ran out there and got one. Oh, you um, did it? Yeah. I don't worry. I didn't know they could throw that low, man, but congratulations Whoa. on your... Oh, you got jokes, huh? That's nice, okay. man. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we are moving on. You are listening to the Dre and Davis show where we talk about all things Smoky Hill. And as we get ready to go to first period, it's going to be an exciting first period because we have an in-studio guest. Yeah, and, man. Yeah, we are excited to introduce you to one of Smoky Hill staff's finest. Gia Lynn is joining us. Gia, Gia. Co hey, Coach Lynn, also Coach How's Lynn. Coach How's it going, Lynn, everyone? Yes. How's it going? I'll let you know that, that, that Gia is our video game club sponsor. And our, our video game club is currently ranked. And, and Gia, you're going to tell us if, if we're wrong or not, but currently ranked third. Yeah, we're tied for third right so now. We'll take the three. We'll welcome, take the three. Yes. welcome to the show, man. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. You're going to talk today about all things gaming, mm -hmm. I guess. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm fine. I was wondering why I was wearing this crazy shirt, but today I have on my, my uh, gaming shirt. It's a good shirt. It's a good shirt. Yeah, it's the fall championships for uh, the play versus um, League of Legends for yeah. those who play yeah. League of Legends. Oh yeah, that that's that's definitely it. Uh, that's that's where we're at uh, this this year, this uh, this semester is. We're also doing League of Legends with play versus, and this is Smoky Hill's first time uh, being introduced to the esports scene. Okay, so before we get before we just get crazy with computer and gaming stuff, let, let me get a little background on on you, Gia. Uh, ah. Tell us a, a little bit about you and and your journey to where you are today as a coach of our team. Uh, so I, I grew up in in China. I'm actually an immigrant uh, from China. I come over here when I was in uh, when I was seven, back in 2004. Uh, you know, as a as an immigrant kid, it's very hard to make friends because you one you don't know the language, two it's very you know it's it, it's hard it's hard when you're too shy basically, and um, one of the ways that I, I found out for myself that I could be able to communicate better was uh, through online, uh, you know being able to one communicate with my family overseas, uh, but also communicate uh, with friends that are with friends on the internet as well, and that that basically led me to to be to be get into gaming to get into this this aspect of yeah. uh of the internet basically to get to this role right now okay and so when you're not doing uh the gaming thing what what's your full time in the building what do you what do you do ah, yes i'm uh, i'm actually the, techno the technology support uh the uh i work with uh Celine Perea, which is uh, our technology coordinator. Shout out to Celine. Yeah, <laughs> and she. All right. And we're 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 the two people that uh, 
that either help with technology or uh, fix, you know, or introduce Nick te technology to uh, the school or anything like that, basically. It's just a well, disclaimer. Gia is probably the busiest person in the building with remote learning. So <laughs> yeah, we've been getting he phone calls. Be, absolutely. <laughs> And so, you know, yeah, let's definitely, uh, we definitely want to give a shout out to the work that you guys do in, in, in keeping all of this together. We've got students with all kinds of, of devices at home and they're trying to log in every day and you're troubleshooting with them. And, and not only that, you're helping staff members navigate this, this technology thing because it's new to, to some of them, I'm sure. It's, it's, it's new to a lot of them, I feel like. We have a, a ton of staff that, you know, you, you when you're, in, when you're in college, even learning how to teach, you don't get taught how to teach during a pandemic, right? How to teach while being safe like this, right? You're always being taught, you know, face-to-face -face communication is the best way to teach. And now you're here where you can't be face-to-face, -face, right? Or you can't be physically face-to-face. -face. Yes. So it, it's, it's a lot tougher on them. And I'm, I'm very thankful that all the teachers here so far have been have been doing their part and have been doing doing everything they can to make this work. And all of the students that have been very accepting and all the staff, you know, they've, they've been very, very much a, a key part to making this work and really appreciate them a lot. That, that's cool. And one of the questions I have to ask because I know people who are listening wanna know, what is one of the craziest questions a teacher has asked you about technology? Ooh. Okay. It, it might have been me. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dre, Dre here has been wanting to get a you know a PlayStation Four into the school for a while now. You can't, know, can't prove that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, cause cause from your side it might feel like crazy, but from my side it's like a regular technology question, right? But most of the time, the weirdest things would have to be, you know personal questions about at-home devices or at-home theaters and stuff like that. There's people with, with tons of technology at home that they don't know how to use. They bought it because it looked cool or like they thought they yeah. could use it this way, but they couldn't and they just have to ask tons of things like that. And they always ask, you know, they ask me, oh, how can I use this? How can I, how can I do this with this? You know, it's, and, and some of the times it's, you know, you got you guys just gotta look it up, and most of the time, that's what I have to do too. Like, I have to look it up, make sure that this this works well, this works with this, mm -hmm. and aspects of the things come together. And um, yeah, it's definitely it, that. That's probably that's probably the biggest things I get get asked, and the weirdest things is when they're not about about technology at all. They're about right, like right. rent, like uh, they're about like random things at at their house. They're like, how do I do this with my kid? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, this is <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I thanks mean, for not I, throwing me under the bus. How do you install a TV in a wall? Right, right. right Which right. I can definitely show you, but there's probably a better person than me to show you that, right? Right, right. All right. Hey, so, so let's, let's talk about one of the things that you do, of course, which is you are the, the coach. Is that the right term I'm yes. using? Yes, yeah, yeah. Right. That's a good term. Uh, so you're the coach for, for our, our, our team. And, and, and tell us about the team. How many, how many players or, or, yeah. or teammates or yeah. um, we, you got to help me with the terminology. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're, you're right there. You're right there. Okay. We, right. Have, uh, we have five, uh, five starter players and then three substitutes mm -hmm. so far, right? And, and I'll go through the list here. We have, we have uh, Min Jae, uh, we have uh, Sam, we have Keenan, we have Yi Hung, and we have Adam. That's our five starting players. And then we and then uh, 
we have uh, the three subs, which is uh, Chris, Steven, and uh, Tristan. Yes. Shout out to the team. Yeah. They're, okay. They're all, they're uh, all great kids. I, they, I, no doubt they are great kids because they're Smoky Hill High School kids. Yeah. So <laughs> we're just going to go there. But uh, you, you guys, you know, you have morning workouts. You guys uh, mm-hmm. exercising thumb wars maybe to get warmed up. Like, what, like, what's going on? <laughs> well, well, with with a game like League of Legends, it's not just about physicality. You know, you know, there's not that much physicality in the game. It's all it's a mental sport. Is what I like to say, mm. right? You're not, you're not, you're. While yes, there's some physicality because you know reaction doesn't come if you just kind of your reaction speed decreases when you're just lazing around right so these kids actually have to actually work at it and actually uh and actually do that kind of stuff and like hand-eye coordination all of that uh but when it comes to the mental game that's where that's where i think our team does well right is that they understand the game on a level in which they can play uh to its full capacity to their full capacity and i think that's one of the best things about our team is that they're, they're willing to try new things, but they're also willing to to keep practicing what they're good at to make sure that they're they're excelling at that specific area as well. Got so, it. So you're saying so you're saying I can get smarter by playing video games. <laughs> uh, nice. There, there's there's aspects of that. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's all I didn't know. Man. So, so let me okay. let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Gia. How does one? Because you know. If you want to be on the football team, mm-hmm. you know, you go try out. Basketball yeah. team, try out. Yeah. Um, band, yeah. you know, so on and so forth. How does one become a member of the esports team at Smoky Hill High School? The same way. It's tryouts all the way. It's It has been, it, since this is the first year, you know, like we we're trying to make sure that we get kids that are excited and re- really ready to play. And trials was one of the ways that we could, I could test that. And it was me doing most of the trials. And, and the, the way... The good thing about that this year, even though we, we have lots of pre-existing situations that are happening, is that since it is a video game, it is online, we're able to take the trials online, right? Mm-hmm. You can't really take trials online with other with, uh, sports like uh, football or basketball, right? Those got to be physical and they got to be right there in front of you. So you got to see the physicality and stuff. But with uh, with with uh, League of Legends and other, sp- and other games like that, it's... Uh, it's very easy for me to be like, okay, let me see how you play uh, inside the game. And I don't have to actually see how you play physically. Yeah. And their, but, but, their, their okay. capacity is good. So, 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 you know, I'm, I'm struggling because I know my AB button like nobody's <laughs> I can jump a mushroom like nobody's business. Right, right. Right? And, and yeah. so, you know, like, like what, 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 do, what do I need to be able to do in order to make the team? And, and is being great at Nintendo 64 games, is that a qualifier? Will that get me on the team? Uh, well, being good at a game is certainly a, a way that you can, that you can say, you can, you can specify. But at, at this moment in time, video games are so prevalent and so much different from one another, right? You're, you're, you know, you're talking about the Nintendo with the AB buttons and, you know, that's, you know, 20, you know, that's a lot, you know, it's old, it's a, it's a, you know, games have matured, <laughs> games have matured and progressed to more than an A and B bun, right, and left and right, and, you know, you know, the Konami code no longer works on, on the games that we, even though we now play. Up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, <laughs> A, B, A, select, start. Right, so, <laughs> but, so, yeah, 
yes, uh, having a qualification that you that you can play a game well, but but that's not that's not it, right? You gotta also like the game you're playing, and that's what that's why I like about the players that I have currently is that they actually like League of Legends, right? They actually mm-hmm. like the game that they're playing. They're li- they're liking the competition aspect. They're liking the uh, uh, the first year. They're 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 the first people to do this in this school, yeah. right? So they're they're headlining, yeah. you know, yeah. and they're, they're trying all these new things, and I and it's, it's so amazing that they're able to even get this opportunity and. I feel happy for him too. So to get so to get technical, right? Yeah. So as a coach, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a former athlete. I understand yeah. how like yeah. athletic coaching works, yes. right? But talk to us about so how do you go into a a match as a esports coach? Mm. What, what, how do you provide feedback? What does coaching look like? Well, uh, you know, since this is a video game, there's there's tons of of different aspects, right? Tons of different levers you have to pull to to get a certain certain effect to come in. Uh, but with, but the one thing that I, I always, uh, I, I see that is the same throughout everything is, uh, making the little, littlest amount of mistakes as possible, mm. right? Like, like you could, you could be mechanically gifted, but if you only make, if you can only do that, that good one play 10% of the time that gets you tons of, tons of rewards and, you know, tons of mileage, it doesn't, it doesn't work, right? It's, it's only that one thing that you're good at. If you're, and what I'm teaching my my students here is that, sure you can you can try all these new things out, but remember you you can't make these these big mistakes because those those mistakes add up, right? You gotta make as little mistakes as possible because everyone's human, not everyone's perfect. And I feel like at this caliber, at this level, the the best way for you to get better and the best way for you to win is to make the least amount of mistakes. So. So that you can you can take advantage of the opponent's mistakes. Okay. Right? You, like if a player messes up, do you like sit him out and put him on the bench? Well, well, cuss I, him I, out. You know what I'm saying? I like I like to tell. So we 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 watch the uh, the games that we play just so I can tell them. Okay, this is what it looks like that when you guys did well. This is what it looks like when you guys did bad. Mm-hmm. And and the games that they they learn the most off of, and the games that I try to push them to learn from, is the games that they lost. Because that's where you see, okay, it's very easy to say, oh, you did well like this, you did well like this. But when you, when, when the own things you're doing well are the same thing, same exact thing, you don't know what you're doing bad. So when you get those losses coming in, and you can tell, okay, this is the reason why you lost that, uh, that, that fight, or this is the reason why you lost that, that, uh, uh, that objective. You know, it's it, it's very easy to 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 pinpoint these losses. And then they can learn from that instead of just being like, okay, keep doing this because it, there's tons of stuff in here, and it's very it's very easy to go for mistakes than than rather than positive. So there is film study in esports. There is, yes. So I, there. Picked, see, I picked the wrong sport. I would have had a lot less concussions yeah. if I would have just been an esports guy as opposed to yes. just football. So that's great, man. So I know League of Legends is the kind of the big game that's kind of played. Mm-hmm. Are there any other games that are played or anything on the horizon coming up oh, for oh, yes. for competitions? Yeah. So League of Legends is the one that we're competing in right now, uh, but there are there are games that since this is our first year, we're trying to get with one game, see how it works. And then if it works well, we might try adding other games and other games could be like uh, Rocket League. It's kind of like a uh, like a soccer game with with, with rally cars, mm-hmm. by the way. Soccer game with rally cars. How cool is that? Uh, there's, you know, there's, there's, of course, competitive shooters. I'm sure you guys seen CSGO, Overwatch, mm-hmm. you know, those, 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 oh, are, yeah. those, are, those sure? games, of course, always have a competitive scene behind it. And 
um, since Play Play Versus has uh, Chasa support, which is the the the, the high school uh, high school athletic support, uh, that way they they can add more games in, and they're thinking about adding in. Um, I think Madden, Uh-oh. <laughs> Madden, FIFA, you know, games like that. Yes. Those are more, com- you know, more competitive NBA. as well. You know? <laughs> so no, so no NBA Jam, no. Duck. No, they could be adding, adding in, you know, no, no duck, no duck, no duck hunt for Davis. I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, no palm tournament coming up. Actually, pong tournaments are actually still a thing. Thank you. you want to play some pong tournaments? Yes, Thank there are you. competitive scenes. Davis, you hear that? I hear that. I hear blow, that. that. That's what I'm talking about. Blow off the dust on the 2600, man. You got a shot. No, it's definitely okay. so I, I got to let our listeners know that we are sitting here with Gia Lin, who is uh, the coach of our esports team, who will be playing which game this year? Uh, it's, it's the League of Legends, exactly. Okay, yeah. so you so I know Chassa, our Colorado High School Activities Association, put online for this year Rocket League yes. and League of Legends, right? Yes. yes, those are the two state competitions. So I, I said previously about Overwatch and and other games like that. Overwatch is just a regional and kind of played for fun, while Rocket League and League of Legends actually have state championships, which we're, we are currently competing in. Okay, so let me let me ask you this: How can uh, a Smoky Hill student or community member watch any of the competition? How does that work? So currently, it, it's really hard for them to actually watch the game, uh, but it's it's a uh, because because of current current issues, right? Um, and it's and usually it's just uh, being played being played between teams. And the only people that watches are usually me and the other coaches. So, so there's not actually a way for other uh, other viewers to watch the game. Mm. Which, but but if requested, of course, I can always give the game matches as like a as like a VOD uh, to people that are interested, and they can oh, watch. Oh yeah, because I know what that means. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> video on demand. Yeah, video. Oh, yeah. Okay. Video oh, on okay. demand. Just like, just like you know, just. <laughs> Just like yes. <laughs> just like so, a VCR. So, oh, he knows, he knows, he knows that one. Beta, beta match. Why don't we go beta match? Okay. Um, All right. Look. Okay. Let's <laughs> not go there. Hey, did, uh, so Gio, with so there's no option for streaming the live competition. Or? There's not because I I think there could be some privacy issues. I'm not I'm not actually sure how how that kind of works. Gotcha. I just know you know we're. I'm just here to play the game. <laughs> I'm just here to play the game, make sure my play, my players can play the game mm-hmm. and they're having fun doing it. So that, that's right. why I'm here for and That's so, my pro- number one priority. So speaking of playing the game, yes. right? What, what is Gia playing? What are you into, man? What are you into? Well, well we League of Legends is actually one of my favorite games, right? It's, it's, it's very fun competitively and very fun with friends, you know, because you get... You get you get your your four other friends in because it's a five v five competition. Okay. So you get your four other friends in, and you have a ton of fun over the night, basically. Uh, but other games that are that are not like that. Uh, well, I play a lot of single player games because you know there's not that much time usually. With it's hard to manage time with other people. Yeah. And to get that time to with other people to actually play a game you know together so lots of, so lots of single player games for me one of that one of the things i'm playing through right now is uh assassin's creed mm. yes yeah so they, oh, yeah. they just came out a new game assassin's creed valhalla yep. you know it's it's a, it's a heavy single player game it's very fun 
and you know, I'm grinding through that right now. Yeah, um, going back in time and yeah, 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 picking, picking people up, <laughs> yeah, changing, yeah, yeah. changing the course of history. Yeah, and right. uh, Davis and, is not in his head. Yes, he gets it. Yep. Uh, I, 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 don't, I got nothing. Love that. <laughs> and one of the easiest games to play with friends that don't require a lot of time and online is just party games, right? There's online Uno. You know, you can just play online Uno with your friend. Take, pick up a match for like you know ten minutes. Bam, you have you have a fun ten minutes. Uh, Tetris. I love Tetris. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm a huge Tetris fan yeah. uh, back in the day. Yeah. So, so for me, it's lots of old games, but also lots of new games, right? I keep up with the new games, but when, when there's not, when, when the games don't come out fast enough, it's, uh, it's always going to go back to some retro, something, something I'm comfortable with and something like that. Yeah. A, yeah. Ga- a game that I'm, I'm waiting for, and a lot of people, I know a lot of people are waiting for right now, is a uh, cyberpunk 2077. I know most of you probably don't know what that is. I do. <laughs> yeah, no. Jay here knows what that is. I haven't, I haven't heard of that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's a it's 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 supposed to be. <laughs> it's supposed to be a huge, involving single player storyline game that's that's set in the future. It's a, it's actually based off of a board game from back I think 1990s, 1980s. So it's a, it's like a cyberpunk game from back in the day, and it, it, hilariously, the, the board game was was called the Cyberpunk 2020, mm-hmm. which is this year. So that's why they, they felt the need to release that game later on this month. Uh, yeah, uh, no, next month, next actually month. next month, because today's the last day of November, but uh, next month for, for, for to make sure that they actually get that relevancy with Cyberpunk 2020. Yeah. That, that and I don't think anybody wants to record the year of 2020 anyway. So <laughs> yeah, no, 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 they no skip evidence. two years ahead. They're like, don't even worry about the next yeah. two years. So move on. No, definitely. Yeah. Gia, when did what game made you fall in love with gaming? What's the one singular <laughs> Oh no. These oh, are no. good questions, Gia. Yeah, no, no. I it's a great question, but the issue oh man. Mm-hmm. I know people is gonna gonna dislike me from saying this, but Back in the day, back in 2004. Back in the day. Sorry. This is gaming history, right? Back in the day yeah, of yesterday? gaming history yeah. is very, very much closer to my time, right? Okay. Closer to now. Yeah. Um, so I, I didn't get my first computer until 2006, I think. And I didn't get internet until, until a little bit after that. So the biggest game back then was was, was uh, MMORPGs, massive multiplayer online games. Right and over yeah, two hundred people playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or even more than that, that, like thousands. Uh, you know, World Warcraft was one of the games that I remember going. Oh in, but, yeah, heard of but that. the game that got me into it was a uh, the good old RuneScape from the because you know because uh, World Warcraft had that membership. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you as a kid that couldn't find you know that could, <laughs> that doesn't have an income, it's hard to pay a monthly subscription to play a game. But RuneScape had that had that uh free service that free uh free time that you can play and that's all that that's how i got it into uh, into uh, games and i only got in there for like for a couple of years because league of legends came out 2010 2011 right and so so that really took over you know and, and we're competing you know the game that we're competing in here is already 10 years old they just celebrated a 10-year anniversary a couple months ago uh not a couple months ago probably uh multiple months ago at this point but but yeah, so like the I'm I'm very grateful that I'm involved in this this scene currently. You know? Absolutely. Well, we are excited that you are part of of Smoky Hill High School, and definitely excited that you are the coach of our esports team. And we're looking forward to some great things. So we're, we're going to make sure that 
that we tune in. Hopefully you guys will update the website as to, as to how you're doing in Colorado um, and just as a team at school. And of course, how people can be a part of your journey. So thank you, thank we you. want to thank you, Gia, for, for joining us today on the right drain. On, so, right on. I'm, I'm so, so I'm so happy to be here. So, I'm, I'm happy yeah. too, man. We, we got more to talk about you as far as games go. Yeah. Somebody come up and find you in the office, yeah. man. We yeah, just yeah. got to geek out. Yeah. You know, we could, you know, we could, well, I'll bring Davis yeah. with me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Hey, good thing about letting him in. Exactly. Hey, it is time to break out. So once again, we <laughs> want to thank you, Lynn, for for dropping by the Dre and Davis show and sharing all things esports and 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 the Smoky Hill team with us. So so thanks for that, man. And we will catch you after maybe the state championship. You want to come back on the show uh, and and hang and tell us how the rest of the season went? Of course, I will. Yeah, man. All right, we'll look forward to, to that. We got to dump virtual Gatorade on him, man. Yeah, I think that's just water. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> gotta, stay, gotta stay hydrated. Gotta stay hydrated. Right. You know. Um, I'm gonna go. You know, I feel like tonight I'm just gonna, you know, break out the the game system and see how many coins I can collect on a Crash Bandicoot or something. Um, you know, you know, they just released a new Crash Bandicoot a couple of months ago. <laughs> you know? Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, they, they, it's a it's a big hit. It was a big hit a couple. Couple months ago, uh, last year actually, I think. Yeah, I think you're the only person I know back. that actually owns that game. <laughs> Dude, we got to break out, man. Gia, thanks for being here, man. We are going. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, man, Davis, what's that smell, man? That's lunchtime. Is it food. It is, man. It's food, man. Right uh, on, man. I know we coming. We just coming off of Thanksgiving and all this good stuff, man. By the transition now in the holiday season in December, you know. So, so we want to always you know, start this thing off right, man, about what, what gets us in the mood for, for the holidays, man. So for me, Christmas or, or the holiday season around this time really is, is just part two of what happened in November. More food, more time off, more family. Yes. And spend a whole lot of money. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds like, yeah, oh yeah, exactly this time of year. That's what's up. There are some other things too, man. I know that that really gets us in the mood, gets me in the mood really more so for the holiday season. Music and movies, and and just yeah. the things that are happening at that time. Davis, is there a particular movie or song around this time of the year that you have to kind of go to as a holiday staple? Oh man, you know, look, I, I, there are a whole lot of places you can go. I got, I got to start with with Die Hard because it's on about every twenty minutes on some channel somewhere. Yeah, and yes, it is a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. Thank you, Davis. Yeah. Thank so you. Th there's there is one holiday song and a Christmas tree and a scene somewhere. So that's all you need, right? That's it. And then there's a lot of gunshots and cussing from there, man. So wow. they got, but yeah. they got the tree and the lights. So yes. We're good. But remember, if it's on TNT, they probably dubbed everything out of it. So, kids, it's okay for you to watch. That is true. Uh, yes. Ah, well, maybe not. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, yes. yes. Seniors, it might be okay for you to watch, but ask your parents first. Right on. So, uh, yeah, that's a good one. And, you know, I, I can tell you that, you know, it's, it's always a good season to watch a Disney movie, but... Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. There's so many that you can choose from, but, but I, I usually start there and, and then I turn it to sports. So I'm good. <laughs> yeah, man, for me, you know, Charlie Brown Christmas, man, I have to watch it every year. I, I, I just have to, I know exactly what's going to happen. I know the entire dialogue, 
I know the tree's gonna fall over when Charlie Brown puts the little ornament on it. It's just it's just a special movie, man. I have to watch it every single year. That's always a good one, man. Uh, you know, any of those specials, Rudolph or uh, you know, the the heat miser and all that other good stuff. I mean, you, you could just watch from from you know December first all the way through Christmas some some really really good stuff. Uh, yeah, man. Then you got what else? Yeah, yeah. Friday after next, which is also a Christmas movie. A lot of people don't know Ice Cube and Mike Epps. It's the last of the Friday edition. Um, really, it's a Christmas movie. I'm just letting you know, man. Santa yeah. Claus is in there. Okay, you know, it's, it's it's a Christmas movie. You gotta okay. watch it to, to, to kind of get it, but uh, it's, it's a Christmas movie. Gotta gotta watch that one too. You know, I do have a playlist with some of my favorite Christmas music on it, and that includes, uh, you know, Christmas songs by by rappers and, and R&B artists. So you know, um, Curtis Blow gotta, gotta be in gotta be in the rotation. Gotta Christmas have Curtis Blow. Yes, gotta do it. Um, Treacherous Three. If you don't know that one, look it up. Gotta uh, do it. Gotta and, do it. Yeah. Uh, Run DMC, uh, Christmas and Hollis, like mm -hmm. they're, they're just so many good ones out there. Countless. Uh, See, I, I go into the, the R&B soul, so I got to throw my, my Michael Jackson, Jackson 5, Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Yes. Stevie, Stevie Wonder, Someday at Christmas. Yes. Uh, um, don't tell nobody, but Mariah Carey, you know what I'm saying? She's just, it's just all Christmas all the time. I'm good. It just goes on and on and on, man. Got to get the eggnog going. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. I'm just, uh, I'm just leaving it there. Just heck no. Okay. <laughs> you know what else was really big during this, as we get into this holiday season, and it's a little later uh, in the year for sure, but the NBA held its draft it did. Uh, not too long ago. It did. Uh, what did you think about that? Oh, man, I think the first pick, my man out of Georgia, he's going to be a superstar, man. He's got the athletic prowess. The guy can jump over buildings. Okay. Um, phenomenal player, man. So he's going to be a great guy. Um, I forgot who the Nuggets got. Do you remember who the, who the Nuggets drafted? Uh, let me see. If I remember, the Nuggets picked up – they didn't have a first-round pick. I know that because they, you know, they probably traded that away. <laughs> keep the lights on over it at whatever we're calling the arena now. What, we'll, trade you, we'll trade your draft pick for a light bill. That's what you're trying to say? <laughs> no. <laughs> Pepsi left town. I don't even know what we're calling that anymore. It's the, the ball, the ball stadium, the ball arena, something like right? that. Right. Um, yeah, I don't even want to. Yeah. I know they made a trade for, for uh, RJ Hampton at some point. Um, and I think that was in the later in the first round, but uh, they, they were pretty quiet this year uh, in the draft. Yeah. You know, our, our hero drafted, uh, you know, one of the, 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 uh, the ball brothers, Oh yeah. Um, so it's a conspiracy out there that Michael Jordan drafted him so we can play the dad in one-on-one -on -one basketball. So I'm, I'm going to stay posted on that, on that conspiracy. Yeah. And, and you know, what's crazy is as much as they say LaMelo might be the next coming, he was also drafted number three, much like Jordan, if I remember correctly. Very true. Uh, Very true. So we'll, so we'll see how that we'll plays see. out in Charlotte, man. It might work out pretty well. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, sports are so hard to watch right now. And the draft is so hard to watch because you just didn't have that lead in with, mm -hmm. with all the games and all the hype and all that good stuff. So it was virtual. Uh, you know, what's really cool about these virtual drafts. though. I like to look in like these, these players houses. Yeah. And like either get really jealous or even more jealous. Cause I don't have a pool table with the, 
TV inside of it that looks like an aquarium. Oh, and you Pretty know some of them cats, man. They're they're on the road for that that right. It's like come over to so and so's house for the draft. <laughs> you know, can't do it from your studio apartment. Uh, yeah. I remember when the, uh, the the NFL draft happened too. It was virtual, man. It just it just didn't have the same appeal. But but nonetheless, though, when you get a phone call saying that congratulations, you get to fulfill your lifelong dream, and you're an instant millionaire, you can have that conversation anywhere. <laughs> that, that's true. That's true. You know, I wish we did education that way, you know, where I could just get a call from a superintendent telling me you're it. You're That'd it. be cool, man. Usually if you get a call from a superintendent, it probably doesn't fare pretty well, but, <laughs> but that would be, that would be pretty cool. We should, we should pitch that man to, 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 to the doc and, and see if he takes our idea up, man. Yeah, that would be, that would be nice, right? You can draft it. And, and as a matter of fact, here's your, here's your first paycheck and we're going to tell the world what it is. <laughs> It would not be baller. You will have a, you had put that down payment on a on a couch <laughs> <laughs> to furnish your apartment that you, right that you may have. Yeah, <laughs> just good stuff happening, man. Uh, you know, as we as we get this this last three weeks down, man. Um, what's big out there for you to get? What do you what do you got to do um, to get ready for the holidays in the next couple of weeks, man? Oh man, so I, like I said, I did most of my shopping already. So I got to keep coming to work to replenish my bank account for sure, number one. But more yeah. so for the holiday part, you know, again, with, with everything going remote and everything being virtual, you know, even during Thanksgiving, you know, we kept things really small. So I guess that was the biggest challenge was really like not seeing people in person. You know, that was really yeah. difficult, man. The culture I come from and then and just who I am, you know, we get together, we, we hang out, we we talk, we play Uno and spades and dominoes, and it was hard to do that over a computer screen, you know, so yeah. we kept things real small. And so, again, just kind of making the adjustment, you know, during the holiday season in December of, of just doing things from a screen. But nonetheless, having some very colorful conversations with family members and friends um, and still feeling their that holiday spirit through the phone or through the screen or whatever it may be. Uh, it's been really great, man. I also found out a lot of seven-year-olds uh, know how to use FaceTime. I don't oh. know if that's a good or a bad thing, but nonetheless, oh. that happens. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gonna have to talk about that when we get down the road, just another couple of weeks, because uh, you know things are gonna heat up, right? I, I I'm sure there's some 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 kids, maybe even your own kids, who are ready to get their first iPhone for Christmas. You ready to go there? Nah, I'm getting a me phone. Um, okay. Yeah, <laughs> ain't ready. Ain't ready for that yet, man. That's it. I don't think I'm ready for that. Actually. We got to break out. We got to get out. We got to get out. We're gonna come back to lunch next week where we've got some more exciting stuff to talk about. But we got to get to second period. Second Are you period. ready? Let's not be late. Let's not be because we have a very, very special guest. Today. I have, I have asked for her time and time again, and it's it's just a pleasure and honor to have her on this show really appreciate it and so yeah. without further ado and miss brandy i'm just gonna be honest with you okay i want to make sure we say your name your last name correctly give it to us um naliyanya 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 is our guest for second period on the dre and davis show and we would like to welcome you thanks for joining us of course so while that was probably the hardest thing that we will do in this interview, um, the rest of the way, it's going to be easy. And, and we want to just get to know a little bit about you 
and, and some of the things you're involved in. So I'd love to start by, by just asking you to, to tell us a little bit about you. Um, okay. Uh, I'm Brandy Naliyanya. I'm a senior. Um, I'm a part of a lot of awesome clubs here at Smoky Hill. Um, I'm in speech and debate. I'm in DLT, student government. Um, I'm a part of the tennis team. And uh, yeah, if that's not occupying my time, I'm probably playing my guitar or FaceTiming a friend or something like that. Okay, that is very cool. And you did the classic thing of telling us what you do first. We wanna know who you are. So tell us a little bit about how you spend your free time, what's really important to you uh, in this world and, and some of those kinds of things, please. Um, how I spend my free time, um, who was it? KB, um, the DECA teacher, he said that I'm always on some sort of soapbox. Like I always have some sort of rant or something that I'm, I'm looking into. I think at the time he said that I was talking about like an, the airline monopoly or something. Uh -huh. And so I don't know <laughs> if you can tell from that, I love to like read and just know what's going on in the world. And so um, I find myself involved in a lot of like um, political activist type of things. Like I have a cool internship that has to do with that mm -hmm. or um, working with this awesome nonprofit that um, Ananya, she goes here, she started. So helping with education and things like that. Very cool. Can you, can you talk to us about, about your time at Smoky Hill High School? What's, what's something or a class, an event, an activity uh, that's really stood out in a very positive way for you after all of this time? Um, I think the, my biggest impact in like Smoky has been a part of diversity leadership team. Um, if you haven't heard of it, it's this awesome um, club where we talk, uh, we try to tackle like issues of equity and like inclusion in the building for minority students. And um, through that activity, I've learned a lot about myself and just honestly how awesome the Smoky Hill community is and just how like opening and willing to learn and move forward the community is. So if when I know when I look back at my high school experience, DLT is gonna, and all of those 7.30 mornings are definitely gonna be experiences that stand out to me for sure. Absolutely, I know you talked about racial equity, community, you know, things like that. And for those who don't know, you know, Brandy was featured um, this summer in the Denver Post uh, relative to some, some things she led this summer from Smoky Hill. Brandy, can you kind of talk about, you know, what you were able to lead this summer, uh, why it happened and, and, and the result of it? Yeah, um, so this summer I was able to, or I was inspired to lead um, a protest, um, a Black Lives Matter protest and like um, along with like allyship protest for the Smoky Hill community. Um, I decided to do it because I saw like the youth is so inspiring, especially here in Colorado. And I saw other people that I knew standing up and leading other um, protests like for their schools and their communities. And I was like, well, something like that isn't happening um, where I am. So 
I'm going to, as Gandhi says, be the change. So I decided to step up and do that. And um, yeah, just so that other people in the community will know that there are people out here willing to march for your life um, and they care about this type of thing. Um, yeah, so I, I did the protest um, near the Smoky Hill area. It was very nerve wracking and an interesting experience, but I think it was powerful. Hopefully it like told people around the community that, hey, there are people here who care. Absolutely, yes, indeed. So. How, how does one start and lead a march, right? This is something that we hear about, something you see on television, the news, what have you, but how does one start that process? That's a good question. That's what I Googled like five times before I did it because I had the idea and I was like, oh gosh, where do you start? Um, so what I did, what did I do? Oh, that is such a good question. I started out by DMing a different like um, activist group. They never got back to me. So then as, <laughs> as I said, the youth is so inspiring. So I went to um, some other people that I know, knew or still know, uh, Angela and Delina, they both graduated from Smokey last year. Shout out and, to the alumni. Yes. And so um, I started talking to them about my idea. And from there, we just like, what's the root and why are you doing it? And if you can figure out like your purpose first and why you're having the march and then where you're going to march, that's really the foundation for how to start or lead a march or a protest. Yeah, absolutely. Now, can I, can I ask you to, to take us back? You know, most people your age are, are thinking about where they're going to go to college or um, the job that they need to get or something like that. So, so can you talk to us about, about how this, this spirit um, uh, of, of owning who you are, where you are with what you've got, where did that, where did that come from? Um, I think for me, I think about where, like my family started and where I'm from. Um, I, I, my dad hates it when I make this joke. I don't know. Should I make this joke? Like there's like the, there's like the commercials of like, like the very poor children in Africa. And my dad likes to like, I, we kind of like joke about it. It's not a joking matter, but he's like, you need to understand that, that that's where you come from. Like I came from a small village not much to eat. And then they go into the story of trekking five miles to get to school through snow, whatever, whatever. But uh, like, uh, as a joke, but like you start from a very small place and um, your parents claw themselves out of that situation. And then they move to the US and now I'm here and I need to use all the opportunities that I have. But with that, th there's like the, you feel like I'm here, I'm an American citizen, so I deserve to have all the rights as American American citizens have. And my parents fought so much to make sure that I'm here, that I'm going to make sure I demand that I can be able to use all of the opportunities that this country allows for. Absolutely. If you don't mind, where, where did your, where did your parents immigrate from? Um, they immigrated from uh, Kenya. It's a small country in East Africa. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I mean, again, reading the article this summer, you know, about you and also just being aware of the work you're doing here at Smoky Hill High School, you know, to me, it seems like you got activists written, you know, on your back as you venture out of Smoky Hill High School. Talk a little bit about what you plan to do after high school. Um, after high school, I, I have to go to college. That has been an expectation set on me that I really want to pursue. And um, once again, I'm always on a soapbox and I talk a lot and always argue with people all the time. So the best path for me is going into being a lawyer and uh, trying to be a voice for the voiceless. Mm. Absolutely. And, and you want to argue with everybody, you know, you fit in great with Davis and I, so <laughs> that's awesome. So, so, so how has, or how do you think or see your experience here at Smokey prepared you for that line of, of work or that career? Um, at Smokey, it's a very, like a very open environment where if you have a voice as a student. There are people who want to listen to you. Um, I remember last year with the um, Black History Spirit Week and particularly like the um, getting the allowance to wear do-rags for one of the days. Um, I basically presented my case to Mr. Puga and uh, like outlined like the history of do-rags and what it means for students and how it would align with the day. And so just simply that ability to be able to go to, to just have my voice heard and make like clear and concise statements is for sure how Smoky Hill has helped or is bringing me closer to my path or what I wanna do in the future. Understood. So, so tell us where you see uh, social justice in our country in 10 years, in five years, and even maybe a year from now, we'll have a new president in office soon. And, uh, you know, our first female vice president uh, of color as well, right? And so, so many new things, but still a lot of the same old America. And so where do you see us um, in, in, the, in the short term and then in the long term when it comes to, to race and equity? Um, that's a, such a good question. Uh, Thank you. Have I thought that far ahead? <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think it all really depends on the level of change that we want to see. And like, we can't be complacent right now when we see that things are going in a trajectory that we want them to go. We can't um, continue to go back to the way things were because that wasn't working for a lot of people. So I think, no, I, I try to slither my way out of answering the question because it's so good. <laughs> but I think where we are in five and 10 years from now is really determined on the work that we are willing to put in right now. If we're going to sit back and be like, everything is okay, or the things that we saw rise this summer, whether it be from um, uh, racial unrest or like the issues that COVID-19 uh, has brought up to the surface, if we are not willing to persist and continue to work towards fixing those issues, I don't think we're going to be where we want to be in five to 10 years, if that means sense. 
Yes. Absolutely. Yes, it did. Okay. Yes, it did. And also being an active member of DLT, I know I've, I've I attended some meetings last school uh, last school year, and you know I was part of that process with the um, the Do Rag Day and the Crown Day and the uh, the week we had for um, Black History Month, and so I saw a lot of just passionate students who really want to make change relative to racial inclusion here at Smoky Hill High School. What would be your advice to students coming behind you who are looking to make similar changes within Smoky Hill High School? Mm, my advice would be, um, ooh, my favorite quote um, is, your silence will not protect you. And it is your duty to use your voice and to be, um, use your voice so if you see an issue speak up about it and don't don't let complacency get you so yeah that would be my advice like staying silent about what you see is an issue will not make it better so you might as well speak absolutely very nice we're gonna we're gonna get you out of here with some rapid fire stuff how about that we're just gonna ask you to tell us first thing that might come to mind how about that all right. Okay. Uh, hey, this is fun. It's always fun to just kind of get what's what's fresh on your mind as we talk about some of the topics. So, uh, a book you'd recommend to our listeners? Uh, do I read? No. Uh, if Beale <laughs> Street, <laughs> just kidding. Um, if Beale Street Could Talk by mm. James Baldwin. Mm, nice. Uh, something that a student at Smoky Hill could do to make their experience through a racial lens better? Um, advocate for yourself, speak up. A class you recommend they take on campus? Uh, it's gonna be challenging, but take DECA. Mm. Mm. Dre, what you got, what do you think? Documentary that must be seen. Uh documentary i watched so many oh there was this one by like the about the first ladies that just came out which is good on cnn mm -hmm. it's in my dvr nice. right Very on nice. and last one best local restaurant hey there you go best local restaurant. Ooh, um the nile it's an ethiopian restaurant i think on havana yep and something it is really good Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right on. Well, Brandy, it has been our pleasure having you on our show as, as a guest. And, you know, we, we can't say enough how proud we are of the work that you do on campus and, and off campus. Um, you're, you're really showing us the way and, and how to make a difference. Sincerely, I, I look forward to seeing you doing some significant work in the community, wherever community it is you choose to live in and practice law in. Um, I have nothing but high hopes for you. You're, you're a phenomenal young lady, an inspiration uh, to myself, and be honest with you, and a lot of people in this community continue to press on and, and, and really let yourself shine. Thank you for sharing all of your talents with us, and we continue to see more from you. So thank you. Wow. Thank you for having me. This has been great. All right. All right. So, so that is another episode of the Dre and Davis show. Dre, it has been awesome. Hey man, I missed you, man. You know, I'm glad we got to come back together and, 
you know, pick up where we left off, man. It's been great to hear from Gia, Miss Brandy, you know, and, and get this thing going again. So, uh, you know, three weeks until, you know, semester two is done and we roll from there. And we will be dropping episodes from now until we go on break. So we encourage you to tune in. You can find us on Anchor FM and Apple Podcasts if you are looking to listen. And again, you want to listen because we talked some great stuff today as we talked about our video game club. And we talked uh, about social injustice as well as, as looking forward to, to, to becoming the country that, that we know we can be. And um, it starts... And it's our backyard. As well. Exactly. And so again, yeah, students and, and folks listening, if you have any suggestions for us or you're looking to get on the show, please reach out to myself and Rashawn Davis. And uh, Rashawn, I think uh, this might be it for us today, man. This is it. All right. So again, the Dre and Davis show dropping episodes every week. We encourage you to tune in. We look forward to seeing you hopefully on campus in the near, near future. Meanwhile, stay safe, wear a mask, wash your hands, social distance, and, and stay, stay home. home. Absolutely. <laughs> That's it. We are out. <laughs>